Today is September 20th, 2023. Welcome to Read Through the New Testament. And guess who's back? I'm back. We're doing this together again. Yeah, I'm feeling okay that I don't need a quarantine from her. And uh, where did we go last night? So we went to a celebration for a missions organization that's based here in Rockford. It's called First Love International. And we've done some missions trips with them and know some of the missionaries. And so it was really great celebrating with them. Yeah, to see everything that God is doing throughout the world. And hopefully even I'm going to Nepal in October Yeah, with the same mm-hmm. missions organization. So, But i got to buy my tickets. <laughs> so um, hopefully by Monday I'll have my ticket bought. Okay, we'll tell you going about it Nepal. Tuesday. Yep, I'll tell you about it tomorrow. Um, okay, so we're going to read the second half of... Matthew chapter 12, beginning of verse 22 and going all the way through verse 50. Then a demon-oppressed man, who was blind and mute, was brought to him, and he healed him, so that the man spoke and saw. And all the people were amazed and said, Can this be the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard it, they said, It is only by Beelzebub, the prince of the demons, that this man casts out demons. And knowing their thoughts, Jesus said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste, and no city or house divided against itself will stand. And if Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? And if I cast out demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore, they will be your judges. But if it is by the Spirit of God that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or how can someone enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man? Then indeed he may plunder his house. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. Therefore I tell you, every sin and blasphemy will be forgiven people, but the blasphemy against the Spirit will not be forgiven. And whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven. But whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven, either in this age or in the age to come. Okay, verse 33. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree bad and its fruit bad, for the tree is known by its fruit. You brood of vipers, how can you speak good when you are evil? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. The good person, out of his good treasure brings forth good, and the evil person, out of his evil treasure, brings forth evil. I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless word they speak. For by your words, you will be justified, and by your words, you will be condemned. This just reminds me of the book in James, which says, be quick to listen and slow to speak, because every word we speak is going to be brought up. Kind of scary. But... The principal fruit here, right? You'll know the tree by its fruit. So you just look at someone's fruit in their life, and you know the tree. Okay, here we come. Uh, verse 38. And then some of the scribes and Pharisees answered him, saying, Teacher, we wish to see a sign from you. But he answered them, An evil and adulterous generation seeks for a sign, but no sign will be given to it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. For just as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the great fish, So will the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it. For they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and behold, something greater than Jonah is here. The Queen of the South will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it. 
For she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And behold, something greater than Solomon is here. Hmm. A lot of Old Testament there. Lots of Old Testament. Jonah. Jonah and Solomon. The Queen of Sheba, Sheba. Queen of South. Yeah, but here I think is the key. Something greater than Solomon. Solomon yeah. was like the most wisest of all yeah. Old Testament people. He wrote Proverbs. And, and yet something better than Solomon is here. It's yeah. Jesus. That's why the New Testament is so great. Okay, verse 43. When the unclean spirit has gone out of a person, it passes through waterless places seeking rest but finds none. Then it says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when it comes, it finds the house empty, swept, and put in order. Then it goes and brings with it seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that person is worse than the first. So it will also be with this evil generation. While he was still speaking to the people, behold, his mother and brothers stood outside asking to speak to him. But he replied to the man who told him, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? And stretching out his hand toward the disciples, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. A lot of different details in this chapter, but overall, Jesus is starting to have a lot more conflict yeah. with the religious leaders. Yep, from chapter 12, verse 14. But the Pharisees went out and conspired against him how to destroy him. But even before that, he broke the Sabbath, yep. which made them angry. Yep, it is mounting conflict for sure. Yep. Okay, so now we're going to read uh, Acts 14, and this is the... The second missionary, first missionary journey that Paul is taking, and three cities, uh, Lystra, Iconium, and Derby. Actually, Iconium, Lystra, and Derby. Okay, and you can check this on your map in the yep. back of your book. Yep, and there Still it is. Still on the first missionary journey. Yep. So it's the map we looked at in class. Yep. Okay. okay. Why don't you go ahead and start reading? All right. Acts chapter 14. Now, at Iconium... They entered together into the Jewish synagogue. Again, he likes to go in the synagogue. Always goes in the synagogue first. Okay, and spoke in such a way that a great number of both Jews and Greeks believed. But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and poisoned their minds against the brothers. So they remained for a long time, speaking boldly for the Lord, who bore witness to the word of his grace, granting signs and wonders to be done by their hands. But... The people of the city were divided. Some sided with the Jews and some with the apostles. When an attempt was made by both Gentiles and Jews with their rulers to mistreat them and to stone them, they learned of it and fled to Lystra and Derbe, cities of Lycaonia, and to the surrounding country. And there they continued to preach the gospel. Okay. There was Iconium. Here comes Lystra. Now at Lystra there was a man sitting who could not use his feet. He was crippled from birth and had never walked. He listened to Paul speaking, and Paul, looking intently at him, and seeing that he had faith to be made well, said in a loud voice, Stand upright on your feet. And he sprang up and began walking. And when the crowd saw what Paul had done, they lifted up their voices, saying in Lyconian, The gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. Barnabas they called Zeus, and Paul Hermes because he was the chief speaker. And the priest crazy. These are like people from mythology, characters from mythology, and these yeah. people actually thought that real Zeus and real Hermes had just come to life in their midst. Yeah, it's like the uh, Pantheon incarnation from yeah. the Roman myth. These gods have come into flesh. Yeah. And even, here it is, the priest of Zeus, verse 13, who ought to know better, 
The priest of Zeus, whose temple was at the entrance to the city, brought oxen and garlands to the gates and wanted to offer sacrifice to the crowds. But when the apostles Barnabas and Paul heard of it, they tore their garments and rushed out into the crowd, crying out, Men, why are you doing these things? We also are men of like nature with you, and we bring you good news that you should turn from these vain things to a living God who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them. In past generations, he allowed all the nations to walk in their own ways. Yet he did not leave himself without witness, for he did good by giving you rains from heaven and fruitful seasons, satisfying your hearts with food and gladness. Even with these words, they scarcely restrained the people from offering sacrifice to them. Okay. Now, verse 19. But Jews came from Antioch and Iconium. So those are the cities they had just left. The, The angry Jews came and followed them. And having persuaded the crowds, they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing that he was dead. So they were just honoring Paul thinking he was Zeus and now all of a sudden they're turning and they're angry and they're killing him trying to kill him by stoning okay uh, verse 20 but when the disciples gathered about him he rose up he wasn't dead and he entered the city and on the next day he went on with Barnabas to Derbe when they had preached the gospel to that city and had made many disciples they returned to Lystra where people tried to kill them, yeah. and Iconium, and to Antioch. So kind they're going backwards. Retracing your steps, yep. yep. Strengthening the souls of the disciples, encouraging them to continue in the faith, and saying that through many tribulations we must enter the kingdom of God. And when they had appointed elders for them in every church, with prayer and fasting, they committed them to the Lord in whom they had believed. Yeah, and you got to catch verse 22. It just hears the message, right? Through many tribulations we must enter the kingdom of God. It's difficult. Christianity is a difficult mm-hmm. way to walk. And a lot of people say, well, it's really easy. No, it's, it's pretty hard. And Paul sets the expectation for those. Because he was just stoned. I mean, obviously right, it's going right. to be difficult. He faced a lot of tribulations. Yep. And then they're going to finish their second missionary journey here. And so for your summary, just a little insight. If you just catch the cities of where they were, yeah. those form your good basis of your summary. But now they're going to come back. And they come back almost exactly the way they came, except they don't go through Cyprus. And they passed through Pisidia and came to Pamphylia. And when they had spoken the word in Perga, they went down to Italia, and from there they sailed to Antioch, where they had been commended to the grace of God for the work they had, that they had fulfilled. That's extra, chapter 13, 1 through 3. And when they arrived and gathered the church together, they declared all that God had done with them and how he had opened a door of faith to the Gentiles, and they re- remained no little time for the disciples. All right. Okay. All done, and uh, we will see you tomorrow. Yep. Okay, bye-bye. Bye.